Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show. Prepare to gag, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Radio Gag, the weekly Gays Against Guns show. On the day after Halloween, Gag is your weekly update on how to end the real-life horror that is the American gun violence epidemic. I'm Sarah Germain Lilly. It was so great to talk with listeners last week on Radio Gag. We're going to do it again. We are asking you to call in with your thoughts on the topic of the deregulation of guns that has now been passed into law by some 20 states. Texas has acted to make permitless carry the law of their state. Georgia is going to follow soon, and about 18 other states already have unregulated weapons possession as the law. And we honor Nicole Connors, a neighbor killed in a senseless mass shooting in Raleigh, North Carolina. That was just last week. And last week, Gays Against Guns joined We All Really Matter or WARM, a domestic violence intervention organization for their march to end domestic violence. We have a clip of GAG founding member J.W. Walker speaking at the event. So thank you again to Stephanie McGraw and all the staff at WARM for making a place for Gays Against Guns in the march. And to Sean Stefanik, thank you for contributing our in memoriam, Nicole Connors. In remembrance of Nicole Connors, 52 years old, October 13th, 2022, Raleigh, North Carolina. Nicole Connors was a caregiver who left a job in human resources to care for her mother after she had a stroke. She always knew how to take charge of everything in order to help her loved ones, Tracy Howard, her husband, shared. Connors' love and caretaking also extended to the couple's dog, Sammy, a roughly 13-year-old Jack Russell Mix who was killed alongside Connors. They'd been married for five years and had met on Facebook, Howard told reporters as he sat on the porch where he'd just come home a day earlier to find his wife after she'd been shot. She knew everybody in the neighborhood, Howard said. She used to walk the dog with her friends in the neighborhood all the time. At first, Howard said, He was drawn to her smile. That's what came through in the pictures online. Then he got to know her more. She was just a fun-loving person, Howard said. She was good people. She was a good person, and she took care of me. She took care of her own family. They'd been renting their home in the Headingham neighborhood for the past three years and were saving up to buy a place of their own. They liked dinner dates and just having fun, Howard said, struggling to get the words out. He'd gone to Lowe's to buy light bulbs late Thursday afternoon, and he returned home to find his wife's body on the porch. Howard called Thursday's mass shooting a senseless, unforgiving act, adding, We need new gun laws. It feels like lawmakers aren't listening anyway but a child should not have access or be able to get access to any kind of weapon, Howard shared. Five people ended up being fatally shot, including the brother of the shooter. As a 15-year-old boy, 
had carved a trail of bloodshed through the residential neighborhood in Raleigh, the authorities said, leaving a crime scene that stretched over two miles and setting off a sprawling investigation of determining a motive for these attacks. Those who were also killed, besides Nicole Connors, were a Susan Carnatz, 49, Mary Marshall, 35, Gabriel Terez, 29, James Thompson, 16. We remember you, Nicole Connors. Thank you, Sean. In a few moments, we'll be taking your call, so please call in and tell us how you feel about gun violence in America and how it can be reduced. Mm, by voting? Yeah. Well, let's see what you think. Uh, the number to call is 212-209-2877. And do you think that gun permits are constitutional and necessary? Do you think that the 45,000 deaths from gun violence we currently see every year are just the price we pay for our right to bear arms? Call 212-209-2877. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Please call now, and we'll permit you to speak right after I explain what permitless carry is. So this is from the fact sheet on the Every Town for Gun Safety website. A lot of other places you can look to find this information. UC Davis has a great uh, gun violence research center, but check it out, okay? This is from every town. So in the United States, it's legal to carry a concealed handgun in public in all 50 states. The majority of states require a person to have a permit to carry a loaded concealed weapon in public. The Second Amendment reads, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to bear arms shall not be infringed. I think it says well-regulated, not unregulated. Um, over the last decade, the gun lobby, and that often means the NRA and the NSSF, has been promoting legislation to allow people to carry concealed guns in public places without a permit, background check, or safety training. In fact, 20 states have completely eliminated their concealed carry permit requirements since 2015. These permitless carry bills lower the bar for who may carry hidden handguns in public and allow untrained and unvetted people to carry concealed weapons in parks, shopping malls, crowded town centers, and on our city streets. 88% of us Americans think a person should get a permit before carrying a concealed gun in public. And Law enforcement experts, firearm trainers, and military personnel agree that people who carry concealed weapons in public should take firearm training, including live fire training, because watching a video isn't enough training where a deadly weapon is concerned. Permitless carry laws let people who've never handled a gun carry one concealed and loaded in public. And these are the major groups of people who can carry concealed weapons in states without gun permit regulations violent criminals and weapons offenders. People who pose a safety risk. 30 states give law enforcement the authority to deny a permit to people who pose a serious risk to the community, such as those with a history of arrests for violent acts or harassment. 
teenagers. In 34 states and Washington, D.C., the minimum age to get a concealed carry permit is 21. Permitless carry bills often let people as young as 18 carry concealed guns in public, even though research shows that 18 to 20-year-olds commit gun homicides at triple the rate of adults 21 and over. So as you travel these great United States for business pleasure or to visit family and friends, please be aware that in these states, there are virtually no requirements for individuals to carry a hidden weapon. The states are Alaska, Idaho, Montana, Arizona, Utah, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Iowa, Missouri. Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. So you're listening to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Guns show on WBAI 99.5 FM. Please give us a call now at 209 2 I'm sorry, that number is 212-209-2877 and share your thoughts about gun violence. Is it preventable? Is it inevitable? How can we be safer? 212-209-2877 is the number to call. Please come ahead and call in. And while we're asking you to call in, again, it's 212-209-2877. We want to especially reach out to new listeners today. Now, if you've just been tuning into WBAI, you know it's not the content you're going to hear on every other station. So give us a call. We're ready to take a caller now. Okay. So, listen, we're ready to take your calls, but what we want you to do is contribute to the station. You can go to give to WBAI.org and you can become a BAI buddy in the name of Radio Gag. That number that number to pledge is 212-209-2950 and thank you for calling in. We're going to take a caller right now. So, hey, good afternoon. How you doing? You're talking to me, I suppose. I am talking to you. Yeah, and, and you're talking is- to uh, Radio Gag here at WBAI. What's your name? My name is Hank. Hi, Hank. How are you feeling today? What do you think about gun violence? Well, I, I will tell you this. First of all, uh, I am totally opposed to the Supreme Court ruling, which now allows people to carry concealed weapon in all 50 states and in New York, particularly where I live. I think it's absurd. But having said that, and the impression that you have given to your listeners is that the big problem with gun violence in this country is the legal ownership of weapons. The overwhelming majority of gun violence, of shootings, of killings, are by criminals. People who don't who don't have registered weapons, who don't get permits, they have weapons that, that they they get in the black market, whatever. So it's, you're not giving a very fair or accurate picture of the reasons for gun violence. It's not because of the, the many, many, many people in this country who own a gun legally. It's criminals who don't own well, their guns legally. Just let me clarify a little bit. That is accurate. 
of course we know that crimes are committed by criminals and criminals obtain weapons any way they can. And very often they get them on the streets, they get them illegally trafficked, they steal weapons from legal owners who are carrying their guns in their cars. So yeah, criminals have unregulated illegal weapons and by and large those people who own weapons legally have some weapons training and they have their wits about them but i have to tell you that they're still three times more likely to die by a gun homicide just by virtue of the statistical fact that they own a weapon and that extends to the people in their household as well so you're right i agree with you a hundred percent just want to say that even having a gun in your household makes danger and homicide and injury more likely. So you, so you would uh, agree or believe that people shouldn't have a, a legal weapon in the home to defend themselves in the case, God forbid, of a break-in, where they could be bodily threatened, including what happened just a couple of days ago with Mr. Pelosi. Well, if I Mr. would discourage Pelosi, people from owning Pelosi a weapon. Had a, if Mr. Pelosi had a legal weapon, he might have been able to use his weapon and shoot that deranged person and kill them. Or ah, them. okay. Okay. But again, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to let you go on to other callers. But Okay, thanks you know, a lot. Uh, so just to respond to that, um, Reggie right here in the station is telling me a little bit more information that uh, Mr. Pelosi did, in fact, have a gun. You know, he didn't he didn't get to use it. But, you know, at that moment that you're going to fire at an intruder, you have to decide uh, whether or not you're going to be responsible for this person's life. But that, all that aside, you know, yes, you have a right to protect yourself. I will tell you that if you get a dog, you are much safer. Uh, the statistics do not increase for your death by gun. When you get a dog, you get a companion, you get someone who's more alert than you, and you get somebody who's going to frighten away the intruder before you even have a chance to get out that gun and fire at them. So, you know, these are the kind of things that you want to think about when you think about home safety, okay? Alarm systems, uh, dogs, all kinds of things can make you safer than owning a gun. And, and we're going to take another call, so go for it. Hi, caller. How you doing? Huh? Hi. Hey, welcome. What's How your are name? you guys? Good, I'm good, Camille good. Bettina. Oh, say it again. I'm Camille. Camille Bettina. Oh, Camille. Wow. Thank you for calling in, honey. How are you doing today? Thank you for reminding me. I'm just, I'm doing great. I'm so happy that you reminded me so that I could get to call in. Cool, cool, cool. Um, What's on your yeah. mind today about guns? Well, I mean, I was taking notes during the previous caller, and I want to say something that I don't think anybody, especially people who are like, let's slow down the guns, ever says. Guns are fun. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun to pull your little tr your trigger finger and hear pow, pow, pow. It's very fun God. to have that kind of power. It's cool to hit targets with your video game gun. It feels great. And we have to, like, let that go. Because I know I was taught, I was raised to use firearms, and I was staunchly opposed to it. So I had to, uh, I had to negotiate down to a slingshot, <laughs> and then I was given this like titanium slingshot with like surgical rubber. It was so high tech, right? And yeah. I was like, uh, no, I don't want to kill anything. 
But <laughs> anyway, so uh, we need to regulate guns. This is the thing that I hear from responsible gun orders. And what the gentleman was saying was that the people who are using guns are criminals. Okay, cute. A third of the people who are using guns become criminals when they use a gun. Snatch. Number two, if you are more likely, if you are more likely just by having a gun in the house to have someone hurt themselves, how many toddlers shoot their parents? Too many. Too many. Too many. You hear about you it all the, the time. Exactly. Um, and, then, and then, of course, I think a third of gun violence deaths are suicide. Yeah. Oh, so more my, than that. Two, um, exactly. I think it's yeah. two thirds. Yeah. Two thirds. So it's two-thirds. more like 60 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandmother uh, decided to exit with a firearm. Oh, I'm sorry. And she tried twice with a gun, once with her head in the oven and a couple times with pills. The woman had a mental illness. Yeah. And she was very hard to love. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And when I was 13, she decided, you know, she'd had enough of life. Now. She had remarried. She had remarried after my grandfather died, and she married a man who used to own a bank. He was quite wealthy, and he had a gun in the house. And my mother kept saying, get rid of the gun, because she does try to end her life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was like four years. Mm. Then it got on to six years. Mm. Next thing I know, my grandmother is gone. It's completely preventable. Yeah, and 13. completely preventable. Ugh. I mean, without the intercession of mental health treatment, proper medication, support, and less stigma around mental health, which is half of getting better, she didn't want to die. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody really wants to die. They want to feel better. Yeah. So, yeah. exactly. So, enough with the only criminals use guns. If we are regulating guns and we have serial numbers and we have logs of who bought them, when a gun is used in a crime, it can be traced. If we're just letting people have access to guns through massive amounts of underground shipments and the gun shows, they need to stop immediately because they're just nests for Nazis. They're disgusting. And if you go buy one, the smell of testosterone will knock you out. It's horrible. (laughs) And rageful people owning guns is not cute. But the other thing I was going to say, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about him, and then whatever. The guy who broke into Nancy Pelosi's house had a hammer. Okay? A hammer. He could have brought a gun, but he didn't. He had a hammer. And even having a hammer, he became a criminal. So it's not about whether or not you have a gun that you're a criminal. It's not about whether or not you have a gun that your child won't become a criminal. People, These people who own these guns, they think they are a monolith they think they are one person who knows how to use their gun better than anything and but better than anyone i'm good with my gun i'm good with my gun how many of these jerks shoot themselves in the foot it's ridiculous they're dangerous and the only thing i have to say is that if we can't stop manufacturing if we can't slow down sales if we can't um uh, heavily um regulate the amount of ammunition that's sold then we need to get rid of the boxes we need to get rid of what? Get rid of the boxes. Get rid of all the material that they ship all their crap in. Just buy out their, <laughs> buy out their packaging center so they can't transport it. We've got to get somewhere in the supply chain is what I'm saying. Okay. Where we can stop these things from being such an influx into the United States. Lady. Um, you are my superhero. 
Yeah, I was in Louisiana a couple, I guess, a month ago. Last and, thing, because we're uh, running out of time, but you're oh, yeah. awesome. Go ahead, Louisiana. <laughs> tell me about it. Um, I was Bring in Louisiana, on. and we went to this, well, it would be a bodega in New York, but it's a corner store, and they had amazing shrimp creole there. And I went to go pay for my food, and the guy behind the counter had a holster. And at first, I thought his suspenders were twisted, and then I thought his sports bra was a mess, and then I realized there was a gun. Oh, geez. In his armpit. Oh, man. I'm like, dude, you're about to shoot the candy display. Like, it was dumb. But anyway, so that's what I have to say about all these little questions that people want to know about why is regulation so important. It's traceable. Yeah, it's, it's traceable. Not it helps us to solve crimes. Yeah. Exactly. Once they've been committed. Camille, you're a gem. I'm probably going to get you. you up here to uh, host before too long. So uh, have a great <laughs> day, be... okay? All right. Thank you. Thanks thank you so lot. much. Have a great one, you guys. You too. Take care. Okay. We'll uh, we'll take one more call, and then we're going to go to Jay Walker. Go ahead. Hi. Good afternoon. This is Rose in Flemington, New Jersey. Rose, how are you? Oh, uh, hanging Lillian in there. Here. Good, good, good. Uh, I have to take uh, you quick, I wanted but go to ahead. Say yeah. Is, yeah. We need to um, diminish the use of guns by having alternatives. There's something called Raid, Wasp, and Hornet Spray mm. that one should kind of conceal in several spots in their house, and then you don't have to be afraid. You got the dog. You know somebody's popping around. You can, I'm a blind person, by the way. I, I could use that and spray it in somebody's face. They get temporary blindness. They have to go to the hospital to get their eyes washed out. Okay? Yeah. Who are they going to call? The police? The ambulance brings the cops on. Secondly, the other thing is this. Congress takes a hell of a lot of money from Smith & Wesson and the uh, National Rifle Association. We have to attack those, those senators and congresspeople who take the money and promote this stuff. It's, it's an assassination society, and it's stupid. Thank you so much. All right, Rose, call me back, okay? Because I want to hear more from you. And uh, right now we're going to go to J.W. Walker at the warm event, the March to End Domestic Violence from Gays Against Guns and Warm last week.
the way that the music industry has chosen to market death to our black and brown communities and how is the responsibility of our communities and our families to reject that marketing that is geared toward us. When we have a young brother like this asking for a toy gun, we say no. We say, I'm gonna get you a microscope. We say, I'm gonna get you a book so that you can read about our history and our culture and our ancestors. We're gonna get you, we're gonna get you an action figure, sure, why not? We're gonna get you a ball. We're gonna get you uh, any of a number of toys. We're not gonna get you a toy gun. We're not gonna put that in your head and put that in your mind to predispose you to violence. Right now, we've got, the, we've got the, the newspapers and the media saying, oh, crime in New York is terrible. And it is. I get, I, I, it is. We went through two years of hell in this pandemic, and that has hit people hard, and that has made crime go up. But what you see is people saying, oh, I got to go get a gun. It's not safe. I got to get a gun. Don't buy into it. If you have a gun in your home, a domestic violence incident is far, far more likely. An incident of suicide is far, far more likely. Guns will not make you safer. They will decrease the safety of not only you, but everyone in your home. So thank you. Thank you for, for, for taking the time. Thank you for welcoming us, Stephanie. You're listening to Radio Gag, the Gays Against Gun Show, here on listener-sponsored commercial-free radio, WBAI 99.5. We are here every Tuesday at 2.30, bringing you the latest in gun violence prevention movement news. To find out more about working with us, please go to gaysagainstguns.net or follow us at Gays Against Guns New York on Facebook and Instagram, or Gag No Guns on Twitter. Also, be sure to check out our website to learn more about actions. Sign up for info about meetings and actions at gagsignup at gmail.com. That's G-A-G-S-I-G-N-U-P, gagsignup at gmail.com. Come to a meeting. We meet the last Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. in Manhattan at the LGBT Center on 13th Street, where we will be planning all kinds of great action and protests. So please join us. Everybody is welcome at any and all gag events. It's time to end our show, so don't forget, you can listen to our previous shows anytime on any major podcast platform. We leave you with our fabulous political singing quartet, Sing Out Louise. Have a great and safe day. Live from the rumpus room. Building a wall between churches and Congress. Making a choice between rightness and wrongness. Taking down tyrants who act like they're kings. These are a few of my favorite things. The right to gather and the First Amendment. Choices I'd rather and thoughts independent. 
Getting a lawyer when I'm in a fight. These are a few of my favorite rights. When the laws bend, when the feds cheat, and I'm feeling mad. I simply remember the Constitution, and then I don't feel so bad. Marching around when I'm angry with Congress, shouting them down to make them keep their promise, going to school feeling safe day and night. These are a few of my favorite rights. When the news sucks, when the jerks win, and I'm feeling mad. I simply remember the Constitution, and then I don't feel so bad.